Election Day in Quebec to our CJAD listeners. Get out there and vote. Now, look, there. I don't think there's going to be a big surprise. The incumbent is going to win. That's the... The polls have said that Legault is going to win. The CAC is going to win. Coalition, the Coalition Avenir Quebec, they're polling like close to 40%. So probably a huge win. And what does that say? Who's in second, though, is consequential and why this matters to the rest of the country uh, matters. And what does turnout tell you? What do federal leaders take from this? Uh, Tom Mulcair, a CTV political analyst, former NDP leader, joins us now. He's watching it closely, my dear friend Tom Mulcair. Hello, sir. Well, hello, Evan. Hey, let me start off by saying uh, congrats on this new gig. I think you're going to have far too much fun, and we're all expecting to get invited to come and see you sometime when you're in your new job. Yeah, uh, you know what's funny? Thanks, Tom. Um, You know, moving to New York uh, is a big deal, and it's really amazing how many more people seem to want to visit in New York than here in Ottawa. (laughs) I'm really surprised, Tom. It's funny funny how that works out. (laughs) Yeah, you know, so I'm just looking at real estate prices, and everyone's like, you know, hey, it's uh, uh, what weekend is good for you? I know, thanks, Tom. It's going to be great. Obviously, uh, I've been talking to the audience today, and uh, obviously, it's very emotional. We've got great connections. I know we're going to have the War Room on Thursday this week. Yeah, we're going to move up fast. Yeah, to your last show, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a a great thing. Uh, But let's get to Quebec, because the news, uh, what should we know about this election? Tom Mulcair. That the first past the post system that we have federally and in the provinces is well adapted to a two-party system, maybe a three-party system. But when you've got four opposition parties splitting the vote almost perfectly, you will wind up with some unfair results. So you remember we went through this in 2015 with Justin Trudeau. I'm going to change the the unfair first-past-the-post system. Of course, once he realized its charms, because it gave him an absolute majority with 30-some-odd percent of the vote, he didn't want to change it anymore. Exact same scenario with Legault, who actually went through a very formal signing ceremony with the other opposition leaders and he swore up and down that he was going to change this system and they actually signed this really cool looking document of course the minute he got 100 percent of the power with 37.4 percent of the vote he also discovered the charms of the first past the post system and wouldn't change it so what you have the the most recent polling has the cac which you have to work hard to come up with a name as bad as the CAC, but that is the name of Francois Legault's party. And, and it's working. And it's working because uh, the joke doesn't work in French. Uh, but he, he actually has more like 35, 36%, a little bit below what he had in the, the last election, according to the most recent polls, which basically means this. Almost two-thirds of Quebecers want somebody other than Francois Legault, but tomorrow they're going to get, in all likelihood, Francois Legault. Uh, because that's the way that it breaks down. If you've got 30 some odd percent and the highest uh, one of your opponents is in the 16, 17 range, which is pretty well uh, identical for all four of them, then you're going to win all the seats. They're actually, the Liberals have an effective vote. It's quite efficient. Their vote's concentrated in Montreal and indeed in the western half of Montreal. So that gives them a bunch of seats. It's almost guaranteed. Um, whereas the Parti uh, Québécois, which is resurgent, it had a very good young leader this time around who's been all in all, a pretty darn good job. You don't have to agree with his politics to realize right. he's a good politician. Yeah, uh, he He's going to probably get somewhere in the 15, 16 range. 
but maybe one or two seats. Same thing with the, the Conservative Party, which we hadn't heard from in Quebec in 100 years, literally 100 years. And it looks like he might get 15, 16 percent of the vote and maybe one or two seats. So that's the way this thing breaks down. You were saying, you know, are people coming out to vote? It's interesting. I think a lot of people who had in the past maybe voted liberal, they were pretty discouraged, especially immigrants. But then all of a sudden, you know, the attacks started. And there's sort of, I was picking this up more and more. It was, well, I'm going out to vote. It doesn't matter if, you know, it'll at least change the percentage. So I think it galvanized a lot of the voters, Evan, to, to get them out to vote. Those recent attacks by the immigration minister, you might recall, who said that immigrants don't work and they never learn French. And they it's unbelievable. And unbelievable, that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it is unbelievable. But Legault himself has been doing yeah, it. I know. Well, it's with, one of the, with good reason. <laughs> I know, but, you know, like... What is happening when that is connecting? And politicians shamelessly trade on that kind of stuff. That's a poison river. Well, it's the guy down, where you're going to live. It's the guy with the orange face. I mean, he, you know, he realized that th- this would really connect with a lot of people. And this is something that Legault has figured out. Although this time around, it's, it's quite interesting. There's been really good pushback, not only from the liberals, but, you know, Quebec Solidaire, that left-leaning sovereignist party, but uh, definitely far more poised on the left uh, than any of the other parties, and, and frankly, any other party in Canada, and uh, they're uh, you know they're going gangbusters. They're, they'll probably get fifteen or sixteen percent of the vote. Uh, and, crazy. But they'll probably get they'll probably get uh, quite a few more seats because they're be- they're better represented in Montreal on the eastern half. Tom O'Care, if you were still in federal politics, if you're sitting around the table as a liberal or as a yeah. conservative or as an M- yeah. NDP, what yeah. are you taking from what's happening in Quebec for each of them? I think that what you're taking away is that this is a live wire issue that might have played its way, it played itself out. And people are looking for leadership on rights issues. They're fed up with having somebody be able to stand there and say, and this is what Legault did, equate immigrants with, with violence and extremism. You remember that statement, going, you know, playing divisive politics with the English-speaking community of Quebec. His Bill 96 takes away equality of English and French before the courts, that sort of thing. I think it's played itself out here. And I think that people are ready to see somebody stand up strongly and defend rights across the country, because how can you have a country if you don't have the same rights from coast to coast to coast? If you're Pierre Polyev, if you're, do you think, okay, look at the go. The guy had the strongest response ever to the pandemic. This guy had curfews. This yep, guy yep. was an absolute Roundly iron fist, yeah. and yet he's going to romp to victory. The uh, same thing as same thing as Ford, yeah. Same thing but as Ford. So, what do you that... take away on that? On from this kind of uh, freedom element that he, that Mr. Polyev is, frankly, riding high in the polls on. Well, this was interesting because uh, when he was out there the first time, the first time out, Charest, of course, said that he was against Bill. Uh, 21, and he was going to fight it. So Bill 21 is a law that openly discriminates against minorities, religious minorities generally, and Muslim women in particular. Uh, interestingly enough, so most of the Quebec caucus was with, uh, was with Charest, and then there was one guy uh, named uh, Pierre uh, Paulus, who has become the Quebec lieutenant because he was the only one who supported Poilievre, and he announced that he was going to support Poilievre because Poilievre said he was in favor of Bill 21. But lo and behold, as his campaign rolled out, he completely changed his mind. And it was an interesting and I think quite revealing thing about Poilievre, because it became an essential question of rights. There was that famous case, 
up in your neck of the woods. I mean, up in the, you know, the Western part of Quebec where the young woman lost her job as a teacher because she was wearing yeah, a, wearing a job. Yeah. And, and then that just one of those, uh, you know, 550 volt electric shocks. Everybody says, really, we have a law in Canada that does that. And so I think that Poiliev has shown that he's got the ability to mature into these questions. And, uh, and I'm not sure he, I don't think he's going to be going, um, you know, full hog trying to, trying to, to play that sort of divisive politics. It's going to be quite a night. I hope you've got your coffee oh, yeah. pot brewing. Uh, look, I don't think there's going to be a I big surprise. Two, I got two coffee pots. One to make it through the night, and then I got to be back in studio at, at well before dawn tomorrow morning at CJD, right. uh, having fun with uh, my friend Andrew Carter, and then uh, the rest of the team, all uh, the rest and, of the morning. And, so and it's Andrew Carter, be fun. what a great guy! Uh, CJD morning man, Andrew Carter. Uh, let me just get my my bet. My only prediction is it's not just coffee that you're using. I'm just saying. <laughs> Just coffee. We'll bring the good stuff to New York when we come and visit. Bring it. You can't. You can't. It's all illegal. The good stuff's illegal. Uh, Tom, you know, on the other side of the break, I had this conversation with the new Supreme Court Justice, uh, Michelle Bonsuin. She's the first yes. indigenous. So she's a remarkable person. So we're going to play that next. Uh, Tom, you are just fantastic. I really appreciate your insight. Well, are you? But boy, are we ever going to miss you? I hope you come back once in a while. Yeah, I'll be. I'll, look, I'll still be part of the CTV family as a special correspondent. But you and I will chat again on Thursday. Tremendous. We'll probably chat on Power Play tonight as well. So that's Tom Mulcair, Supreme Court Justice Michelle Obonswin. Unique interview next. You don't want to miss it.